0: Six Tuesday, December 3rd, The Gray is here, probably till
1: March. opening
0: day. I, was like,
1: I said March. Yeah.
0: Uh, welcome to the show. We have a busy, a busy Tuesday morning. I'm going to come back to this song later. Okay, good. When we talk about Billie Eilish, the the story that's a week old the
1: picking up steam now, okay, cool, right. great. No, no, I'm trying to think if it's something I know about. But it's the Van Halen thing. Oh, I don't know. I know. Okay. It, when we get to entertainment, I have more news on her and lots of stuff
0: in with, with AGT and a voice has spoken that has that has me leaning towards side toxic culture. Hmm. We may have read the same thing this morning. Is that a good tease? Yes. Uh, this is the morning reboot. It's Eric and Floyd. I. This is a damn good apple. Is that what I smell? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, cr- like... Granny Smith apple. Mm. And I'm telling you, that the moment I cut that piece
1: off and, and bit into it, <laughs> I knew that today was going to be a great day. And actually, those are the best apples, the green ones. You shut your mouth up. Do you like the, are they called Honeycrisp? What's those red ones? The...
0: Gala. Okay, honey I don't know crisp. that one. Honeycrisp. And my favorite because they're so versatile, Red Delicious. <laughs>
1: That's what it is. That's red, what I usually the red one that have. sounds like a stripper. Red Delicious. Welcome to the stage. Red Delicious.
0: Or to throw it back in your world, a lipstick.
1: <laughs> that could be true
0: too. <laughs> I, I buy apples all the time. I, I go to to, uh, to Monette's like twice a week. Mm-hmm. I would be happy to bring you apples. No, you can enjoy them. I'm going to bring one for you. So okay. You, so you stop eating Green junk. Green one. At, fine. So you stop eating junk out of the. Uh,
1: Vending machine. I haven't had drunk. Drunk. I had drunk in a day or so. How dare you? That damn spiderweb is back. Not today. It's the morning reboot. <laughs> you can call the show today or, or text
0: any comments, complaints, corrections. 419 240 1055. For whatever reason, a lot of people saw a post on Facebook last night about perineum sunning, but cho- chose not to answer, probably because they were so taken aback by. Um, Someone letting their butthole get sun. (laughs) So (laughs) self-care products that failed you a little after 7 o'clock. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday because PCD is kind of back. We'll do girl groups and you're going to need Floyd's help. And he will be a willing uh, assistant today. Yeah. Famous girl groups. Uh, People from the Toledo rep will be in. A Scrooge will be here. And Jeffrey McGee oh. on a Tuesday. 419 240 1055. Also, remember, Max Boyle will be uh, capping off the day of Coach for Kids live this Friday at Franklin Park Mall with the old newsboys. Max will be going on a little bit after 6 o'clock, Franklin Park Mall. DM with questions. 539. Good morning. It's Eric, Chase, and
1: Floyd. Hi. Good morning. Hello. Hello. I I'm not matching today.
2: You're fine. <laughs> I was
1: like, "Oh, you smell like you don't stink." Let's go. You're fine. Um, let me give you like, the, I always do. You
0: make yourself notes for the show.
1: I do actually. I that's something I've learned starting doing the show just under a year ago because you taught me how to like the alarms and memos and if you have an idea, write it down. So yeah, yeah I've I've gotten better at it. I could. I could be better at it, but I've gotten better, if that makes sense. I, I think you're
0: you're pretty good. We're, yeah. never, we're never failing for what to talk about or it's uh we, we never have like, oh mm. what did I want to very rare. Yeah. Uh, so I have I make myself notes and the, the big thing for me, like inside the inside my head as we I think everybody likes behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh, so for sure. The thing that I couldn't wait to get on the air to talk about today, I will get to in a second because it's been a while since I've been there. But I want to give you something smaller first. I've been having a little bit of buyer's remorse oh. with some of my over-the-weekend spending. I don't I don't need a
1: damn sound bar. Listen, so I, did you see my update last night? I deleted it because I was like, you know what, no one needs to know this, but we'll talk about it. I didn't. No, you know I have a little itty-bitty TV. Yeah, it's like that size. I Well, maybe a little yeah, bit bigger. Your TV is about forty inches. Yeah. Well, no, did someone, you buy a new one? Someone bought a sixty-five inch TV. that's right I know. And i am My mom told me I have, I have the worst buyer's remorse. As much as I say that I buy stuff for Floyd, it never goes to Floyd. It always goes to the alter ego. For those of you guys that don't know, I'm a drag queen. So like. A lot, Deja lives a life of luxury while Floyd is in the sweatshop working his butt off so she can look good. But last night, Elijah and I was, and I was just like, I've never participated in Cyber Monday. And he was like, if you don't, we've lived, we lived together, backstory, we lived together like three years, two years ago. Like we've just been best friends ever since and he was like why don't you just buy a tv i'm like i can't i can't afford it he's like yeah you can i don't know why you think floyd doesn't have money but i don't have money but i'm just saying he's like i don't i don't understand why you don't understand i don't understand why you won't spend money on floyd so i was just like you know what you're right i'm gonna go get me a tv so like call my mom my mom's like do it She's like you never buy anything for yourself like you don't just do it so i we went to a store Looked around. I looked at one TV. And she was like, No, no. Have you ever adult purchased before? I go, No, I've never, like, I've never bought, like, an adult purchase. I've always had, like, hand me downs. Like, my furniture in my house is my mom's old furniture. You, from." You, sorry, you, you do spend on yourself. You buy all these outfits. I do, but, like, I buy, Wait. but like, they're, they're not, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's the, they're, like in th- my apartment, I'm like, oh, that's from when I was, like, 20. So, or, like, you know, oh, look at that, my TV stand. Oh, that's my old sister's. Like, I don't have anything of, like, when I look at my house, I walk in and go, damn, that's mine. For the first look at me, getting you know, all emotional and junk right now. But, like, for the first time, I was like, all right. So we went, and the guy was like, well, this is actually on sale. Can I guess? Yeah. So 65 inches. Mm-hmm. Um Smart TV. Samsung.
0: Is it? Okay, okay. So I'm going to... That's a good brand. I thoroughly endorse that. So I'm going to say... I know. It was expensive, but I'm going to say you bought a quality product for about like $12.99. That was the original price. So about a grand? No. $8.99? No. Does this have colors in this TV? Yep. $600? I got a
1: $600 TV. Where at? Alphabet... warehouse <laughs> okay but no I, so i was i think you deserve this because I've, i saw your tv everyone tells me that and i just i i woke up today and i'm the, sorry to cut you off like i woke up today and i did one of those things where i was just like oh my god i forgot about tv and then like i went to the kitchen because i can't throw the box out because it's gigantic and i'm like oh so like every corner i was just like oh my guilt and i like went to the bathroom i was like oh my shame i, I <laughs> I think you
0: you deserve
1: this because yes. now is
0: the perfect time to buy. I know you. It'll make you enjoy your switch a lot more. Maybe it'll get you back in, into may, maybe the Floyd time because you do work so much. Can, you can enjoy shows
1: more. I, I endorse this. Started the Mandalorian last night, but I stopped because I knew because I got home like around ten. I was like, nope, nope, nope. We're going to save this for a day where you can watch multiple episodes. So, like, I started it, and I was just like, no. Holy. How much into it did you get? I, it was like 20 minutes. So if I
0: was, I, so if I say, I have spoken, that wouldn't make any sense? No.
1: So, like, it was really, because, okay. like, Elijah was like, are you watching your TV? I said, yeah, I started the Mandal- Mandalorian. I looked at the, my watch. I was like, ooh, it's 11.15. No, no, because you're going to get hooked. And the next thing you know, it's going to be 3 o'clock. Take your butt to bed. So I was just like, so... Why endorse this? I'm proud of myself because it, it is my first, at 36, my first, mine's the car, my first big purchase where I can walk into my apartment and be like, that's mine. No matter what happens. like You know what I mean? Like, if I, knock on wood, if I ever get evicted, that TV is mine. And wherever I go, that TV will stay with me and I can be like, like if I get a mover, like, you you don't break that. Save, I paid for that. Save the box if you can. I, I'm gonna try. Well, I have an attic and I have a basement I can use too. Save so. the box
0: because if you move, uh, some movers will charge you for a TV box. Some uh, will. I never just thought about that. Pad it up. Yeah, there's one. I threw the styrofoam out. Though. There's one set. Of, fine. You just stuff keep the box. towels in there. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, they'll charge you like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. to safeguard it, or maybe put a put it into one of their boxes to okay. save the box. Oh, I never
1: thought about that. That's a good thing because I was sure I was gonna throw that out.
0: I am holding Tomorrow. a ta- tape measure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and you didn't help me eliminate any of my buyer's remorse. That uh well, I'm just say we're suffering together. <clears throat> yeah, but I I think that's a very sound purchase. If you can rationalize a sound bar for me, then I w- will
1: buy some land on Floyd I ask Street. Something. Yeah. How much was it? One fifty. Okay, because they were they were a bit pricey. Because I thought <clears throat> about buying one too. Because they were doing bundles, and I was like, ooh, maybe. But no, my my TV gets loud.
0: Chad at Best Buy was helpful and wasn't a hard sell, and then he flipped on a movie. I was like, oh, God, oh, yeah. yeah. The sound. Oh. The, the problem is it, it it's not getting delivered till to the store till Friday, which uh-huh. gives me time to, to have the remorse. So I brought this in because I've been eyeing something else. Okay. Um, and I need you. I have a tape measure in my hand, and I didn't want to buy it because the site looks questionable.
1: You know, I'm a drag queen, so I'm good with tape measures. Yep. I know how to measure. Uh, <laughs> the
0: site looks questionable, but I think... I'll show you, but I would like you to measure me. So at least if I order it and it and it's and, and like the, the large is actually like a double XL or a small because it came from a, a country whose name I can't pronounce. Okay, that won't be the problem.
1: You, that's unnecessary. I know how to convert sizes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, but if this if this site doesn't actually exist and it's a, a racket, um, send me a link.
3: Well, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs>
0: measuring here in a second and that's not even the thing I wanted to talk about but we'll do that after this on Q105. Hold on. We go together. Coats for kids to help out the old news, boys. Uh, our big day of programming happens Friday at Franklin Park Mall in the food court. You can keep an eye out now for the kiosk with our Q105 and our other sister stations logos on that kiosk. You don't have to wait till Friday to come out and donate, but we will have some games, prizes, live music capped off by Max Boyle in the evening on Friday. But you can go out there today if you'd like, or if you can't make it out uh, on Friday, after that, the Coats for Kids Old Newsboys kiosk will be there for you to donate. And your money goes farther than you buying a coat at a retailer, which is why I'm holding this. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, we have to measure. Measure. Uh, the thing I was excited to talk about this morning, um, we took a work picture yesterday. And it Ooh. was over at, over. I didn't ask you, I didn't throw up, because you would
1: work. It's Okay.
0: What's that? <laughs> it's all good uh, it was over at the docks and that's the first time I've been over there for a while mm-hmm. maybe since Jeep Fast like, where like I was in that area all the time living downtown walking around walking places walking the dogs I'd see every little I'd see every construction cone. Right. I I could tell you which street. And by the way, we read that thing with Broadway yesterday because it's 75. It was a a nightmare to get downtown because Broadway was closed. Mm -hmm. And then getting off the trail where Collingwood and uh, LC4 is. Yes. There was was a backup because there was a light. And then the light 50 yards after it was was a blinking red. So when you were green, you were going 50 yards. It was. Yeah. That's the stuff that I have a problem with the city with at times because I wanted to run it because there was no need for it to be blinking. Right. Anyway, so I go over the, uh, should I call it the Cherry Street Bridge or the Martin Luther King Bridge?
1: I always call it the Main Street Bridge, but I know what you're talking about. So that bridge
0: <laughs> uh, that goes over to the docks. hmm that's the first time i had been there, and I I'd, I'd known I didn't. Oh, so you you haven't seen like the development in person nope. and all that stuff. Okay. Nope. So I saw it yesterday, and that development is, uh, that's where there's going to be another Metro Park soon. Mm-hmm. But the buildings that are up will be some restaurants, oh, some whenever, retail. Whenever they get that contract figured out, some some residential. It it looks great, and I I thought to myself because usually when I go over that bridge, a lot of times it that was that was my Taco Bell. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, Whatever I was doing, uh-huh. i go over to that Taco Bell on, I think that's Main Street. Mm-hmm. There's a hot dog place next to it. It was closer than the one on Broadway. The Greasy Spoon. The hot dog? Yeah. Is, is it called Greasy Spoon? I think it's called Central Hot Dog, what we call it, the Greasy Spoon. Got him mm-hmm. So that was my Taco Bell. And what did you see when you'd come, come across the bridge before the, the these developments?
1: Like before they were there? Yeah. just desolate area of nakedness of nature?
0: The McDonald's. Where I would routinely get hit up for yeah. money while oh, I was in sure. drive through,
1: Yeah. The Wendy's. And then you have International Park right there. Yeah, it's McDonald's, Wendy's, and then there used to be the boxing place right there. Oh, you, I mean, is that where- that's, that's so That was the International Boxing Club was right there, too, back in the day. Yeah,
0: I, I mean like at the light, which
1: that's the first thing you would see.
0: Oh, the OBP, the- The gas station, whatever's on that other corner. I
1: said, we, yeah- which is always a random H and R block that's always open. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, why are you still open? It's like yeah.
0: I think it's uh it, it was a bakery, you can get abortions
1: and you can get your taxes done.
0: <laughs> Legit, it's a compound. But you were right. Like it was it was blight, it was eyesore-ish. It's naked. And now that those buildings are up, I think they're a
1: great hello and welcome to the mm-hmm. east side. And like not even that. Like it was I would love to live in those apartments just to see the view of the skyline of because I think we have we I think we do have a really pretty skyline along the river. Like it's comparable to like other cities that border a river like Cincinnati and Chicago. But like like on a little baby scale. But it it is very nice. And I, I hope they get the ball rolling. Are they still like getting, No, it's it's moving. Is it okay oh, because I know they got in trouble for like the union stuff. Remember they used a private company from out of town. Vaguely. So but- they had the C stuff. So I didn't know if they were still going I didn't know they had started finishing up, like, projects and stuff. It's
0: thought, more than I'd i had expected. Right You're going to have the Metro Park. I think there will be some it, it will be a more activity-driven Metro Park. You know what they need over there? A movie theater. Well, gonna, the Imagination nice, Station is building theirs.
1: Well, they have theirs, but I think there's going to be more specialty, like the Smithsonian up in Ford, the Ford Museum. Like, I think they'll Like an are, indoor theater? Like an indoor theater, like where we can see I don't know. I just, I just think I don't know. I just think it needs a theater, movie theater downtown. Maybe it's because I don't like driving all the way out. Well, we'll see how <laughs> much... I, I think the, the one at the Imagination
0: Station will get a lot more usage than they're saying at first. But we'll, we'll see. And then in the summertime, granted, they're like second-run movies, with Promenade Park-run mm. stuff uh, on the weekends. So I thought that that development was just a nice hello and welcome to the east side. Yeah, And then... I tried to counter my thought, going, "It's just more gentrification and kicking out, like you know, minorities and but." Then I thought about something. It's it's one thing to gentrify and and like raise costs and have people be forced to move out, but there was nothing there. Like the, it was completely unused land.
1: It's it's I, <laughs> I'm with you on that one, and I just I believe like I like you said like. It already has a bad rap when we make, like, the east side jokes or whatever. But it, every side, it still has its own, like, bad side. But I think with this happening, it's going to give a little people more sense of a pride. Like, mm-hmm. where do you live at? Oh, I live on the east side. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, it's so pretty over there. Like, you know what I mean? And I think this is just the beginning. And I don't think it's going to affect other residents. And like you said, it's it's land well used. So, like, I don't really think of it as, like, gentrification because like nothing was there but like it's just land well used and there's so much desolate blah land all over the town like don't even get me started on Southwick Mall you know that Southwick Mall area like but this is just land well used like Mm -hmm. they've talked about it they talked about it then actually just see the first brick laid there you're like that's what I'm talking about like it's all about building up the city and we're a As much as people are moving, I feel like more people are just like, well, maybe I will stay. You know what I mean? As they're still like outsourcing, looking at jobs out of town. But like, well, maybe I will stay here. You know what I mean? So I I think it's a good thing. I think it's a positive thing. I wonder if it'll be called the new east side. (laughs) They they can start having their own New East Side accents. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like, oh, you're from the East Side. New York. No, I'm from the New East Side. Could be. (laughs) Very bougie. Yeah.
0: Uh, Six o'clock with the morning reboot. We've got the rated game coming
1: uh, coming up in just
0: a couple of minutes. And self-care products or self-help things that you have tried that have failed miserably. You can put that (laughs) on our Facebook page. Look at the story about what perineum sunning is. You literally... Put a certain part of your body towards the sun, and it's supposed to invigorate you or or replenish you. Read the story, and we'll get to that right after 7 o'clock on the Morning Reboot on Q105. Q105 Studios. Tonight, 613, the Morning Reboot on Q105, 2019 Q Can Jam. Today is Giving Tuesday, uh, but we're looking for you to donate if you can. We'll be at Foodtown Broadcasting Live, the Foodtown on Central. Right near my favorite Dunkin' Donuts. Um, from 6 to 6, Friday, December 13th.
1: That place is always busy.
0: Dunkin' Donuts or mm-hmm. Food Town?
1: Is that our only one in Toledo? Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. In Toledo, unless that one near Alexis is uh, Sylvania. And I'm never over there. So, yeah, that's the only one I ever know of. But I always see people talk about Dunkin', and you like Dunkin'. I'm just like...
0: Those are my K-Cups this week.
1: <laughs> is that where we go? All right, that's uh, all I wanted but to But
0: if you'd like to be a part of things... Uh, park aside december 13th so for the next two weeks we'll be we'll be out this coming friday at franklin park ball for coats for kids live with max boyle finishing off the day of you donating hopefully and then december 13th for the QCAN jam more online q1055.com before we do the rated game um i'm what, what's up
1: say what you just said again before we do the rated game you said december 13th yep remember why i had it blacked out That's why. Oh. I was trying to figure out why I had it blocked out. I'm like, why am I off these days? Okay. That makes sense. Oh, there we go. All right. Sorry. That was off your content, friend. Sorry. Today is Giving Tuesday,
0: um, where local organizations or national organizations, community endeavors, uh, nonprofits are looking for you to make a donation. And if you read articles, there's all kinds of suggested donation, if you are able to, of your annual income. Um, X percent, X percent plus a couple, whatever you can do and, and organizations that are close to you. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep an eye on the internet today to see what kind of anti-organization efforts come out. Like you shouldn't give to blank because blankety blank and blank blank. Like (laughs) I'll call it the, the, the
1: Chick-fil-A curse. Uh, oh yeah. you know me i'm I'm a rights crusader it's just i'm trying to find my words people are going to give to who they want to give to anyway but if like you're just worried about people giving their stuff that just means you just have to go the extra effort out and you're fighting your struggle to give to who you want to give like don't cuss someone out for giving to someone and then this is a gay man saying this but when you're giving to something it always comes from a place of a good from the heart, you know what I mean. Like when someone gives or donates something, but you just you can't you can't ridicule someone for giving to their or or ridicule yourself. Yeah, so it's just give who you want to give to. I'm not here to personally judge you. Now I will as an eyebrow, but I'm not gonna throw a stone at you because. If you throw a stone, guess what? The glass house will break. So you know what I mean. It's just
0: then you'll cut yourself picking up the glass. Hello, I'm just looking. I'll be looking for for articles or pieces today saying, well, you shouldn't give to blank because of blank and blank, and and it doesn't stay local or this or or that. And in some cases, those are warranted, but in many cases, I, I look at it like you're in a relationship. Do you ever a hundred percent agree with? Everything in, in your person's life or your friends, even your closest friends, you don't agree with them hundred percent of the time. And as long as they don't have any things that deeply violate who and what you are, you know, everything is shades of gray. Yeah,
4: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I like that. And
0: that's why people are able to put some of their ethics aside and eat Chick fil A. Anyway, there's there's your Giving Tuesday spiel. <laughs> Thank
1: you. And I take your soapbox. Yes. The five um, rated game, the rated game. Sorry.
0: Rated, all right. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Ugly Christmas sweaters. Ooh.
1: they're, pr- they're properly rated. I mean, they they get the hype for the next three weeks.
0: Did you get the one for the holiday party this week? No,
1: because we can't. They don't ship on time, so right. we're we're trying to figure out something else.
0: Next up, overrated, underrated, properly rated Christmas cookies.
1: Like sugar cookies, like or like any sh- kind of
0: Christmas cookies,
1: they're overrated. Uh, I don't know, probably rated. Cause right. they get their time in the time for. See, you're naming all this stuff in the next three weeks. They get their time to shine. Okay. Right, next up, elves.
3: Hmm.
1: That Keebler <laughs> guy used them year round. They, pro- they're probably rated. They're probably rated. Next up, pyramid schemes. Okay. Those are way overrated, and I don't know why they keep happening. Like, even if you, even after you find out, and we both know someone who works for one, but like, <laughs> but like, even after you find out, people still like give into to it. Yeah, they definitely overrated.
0: That'll loosely connect to uh, self care products that have been disastrous for you. Um, I got one. I don't, I'm not going to say the name of it, but remind me. No, tell we... people. Ooh, okay. Uh, overrated, underrated, proper, properly rated. Bowling.
1: Oh, that's underrated because, like, everyone always, every group of friends always schedules a bowling, even I'm guilty of it. Underrated because no one really goes, but then when you do go, you have a good time.
0: It's it's a lot like golf for some people. Not, not as many people
1: golf as they do
0: to go drink while mm-hmm. they're playing golf. You go bowling to drink. Next up, going on tour, we mentioned this off the air yesterday, Alanis said.
1: Okay, so... The tour as a whole is absolutely properly rated. Oh, my God. I'm not a huge of Morissette fan. So I would say her alone is under overrated. Okay. It's
0: like a modern- I'm about to get hate mail. <laughs> that, 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 that quartet is like a, a,
1: a modern-day Lilith Fair? Oh, that's what the the girl festival. Yeah. I couldn't think of what it was called. My boss ever tried to talk about it yesterday. I was like, wasn't it called like- Women Woodstock or something. We could not come It was Lilith little fair. You're correct. Somebody call Paula Cole. <gasps> do, 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 do. I don't want to wait for my yes. Next up. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, I love him. I feel him on a deeply connected level. When this season comes around, he is so underrated. I, I self, I self-identify as a Scrooge. So
0: after eight o'clock, people from the Toledo rep will be here because they have a Christmas Carol, and I have some questions. And I only know the the the, the surface level stuff with a Christmas
1: Carol. What made him so freaking miserable? That was just his backstory, and we never got there. But you could just. I don't know. Scrooge, the origin story. I'm just saying, I have like my Avengers of, of Christmas. It's Scrooge, the heat miser, the Grinch, and the mean guy from Jack Frost. Bad Santa? I've never seen that movie. It's probably right up my alley, isn't it?
0: I haven't seen it either. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, last one the other Scrooge. Overrated, underrated, properly rated Scrooge McDuck. Oh, we love him. Uncle Scrooge. Yep. Oh, he is
1: properly rated.
0: Yep. Loaded with cash, too. Love him. Uh 620 on the Morning Reboot. It's Eric and Floyd. We'll see you Friday for Coach for Kids Live at Franklin Park Mall with lots of music, prizes, games, and you donating to Coach for Kids to help out the old news, boys. You can do that today if you'd like. Just look for the kiosk in the mall's food court. Uh, Simba Lion is dead. And watch out for skimmers next.
5: Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, just the news you need with the Morning Reboot with Eric Chase on
0: Q105. Are the papers heavy today? No all this font. Uh Nearly everybody in the courtroom agreed that a Perrysburg teenager facing an aggravated murder charge should not be released from custody, including the teen's family members and the teen himself. Tyler Miller appeared yesterday afternoon in the Wood County Juvenile Court for a detention hearing. The charge against him stems from the death of 19-year-old Amoni Irvin, who was found Friday afternoon at home in Perrysburg with multiple stab wounds. His family told the judge the teen needed help with his mental health and that he should stay where he is. Charles Bergman, Chief Assistant Wood County Prosecutor, um, said in court the teen, while in custody, was overheard making additional threats against another person, saying that person would be next. The teen also told the judge he did not want an attorney and instead wanted to represent himself.
1: Whoa.
3: Mm -hmm. He has
1: never seen an episode of Law and Order.
3: Bad idea. Yeah, dude.
0: You know what I can't stop thinking about? And and I'm going to sound like... Crazy crime podcast
1: person, go go ahead. No, no. Can, can he do that being a minor? Like, like, like. Honestly, I like, don't think so. Okay, I was about to say. I like. I'm not. I'm not trying to make light or funny. As much as I want to laugh at him right now, I have to keep in mind he's a teen and he's in a lot of deep poo poo right now. Like, I don't. This is that's okay. Go with your thing. Go so on.
0: I'm gonna sound like crazy crime pod crime podcast listener or devotee. So th- This was a murder. This is in the news. It's a terrible story, a terrible situation. There was something about um, Perrysburg hasn't investigated a murder in, in years and years. Quite some time because I've been here long as I know. But I keep thinking about it happened maybe not this summer, the last summer. I think it happened in the trailer park community right off of 475 uh, across from levis commons mm-hmm. where there was a murder suicide it was a woman who was a journalist
1: yeah she I moved remember.
0: out of town went to cleveland came back to visit her uncle i guess to, to, to try to make amends and, mm-hmm. and improve their relationship and then it was a murder suicide and it just kind of got Cushed. left yeah I because it's perrysburg yeah.
1: this you can't because of the gruesome nature of it but and with him the way he's speaking and this is gonna be this is gonna be one of those rip from the headlines things. I just, just yeah. when you said that, I was like, I don't. That's not how the law works, my friend. Especially when you're a minor.
0: Another grave situation, just last week in Monroe, uh, Simba Lyon, the man who shot a couple of police officers in Monroe, had been in critical condition at Saint V's since the November nineteenth incident. It was that long ago? Wow.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, he
0: died over the weekend. Uh, Two officers were shot while responding to a report of an assault by an armed man at the Washington Arms Apartments in Washington Street in Monroe. Uh, Lieutenant previously said Lyon and a maintenance worker got into a fight and both called 911. Two Monroe police officers responded about 9 a.m. and attempted to make contact with the man. But Lyon uh, retreated to his apartment. When the officers approached the apartment, he shot both of them in the leg. But Hmm. Simba Lyon is now
1: dead. And I said this off here, I said... Lucky break. Like, you know, I hate to say it, but had he survived, he was in a lot of trouble, too. Like, so it's just people don't be violent. I just don't get it. Uh,
0: people are probably rightly concerned, but I don't know how pervasive of a problem this is. TPD are asking people to help identify a man who is on video uh, for placing a skimming device on a local ATM. Police released the photos of a male suspect on their Facebook page yesterday. According to the report, the device was placed on the Sun Federal Credit Union ATM between September 20th and 22nd on Monroe Street. It was reported that on November 1st. The bank reported a loss of about $13,000. Um, TPD spokesperson, Lieutenant Kevin Tony said these crimes... Do not happen often here. It Comes up periodically, and it's something new technology has tried to eliminate. But criminals do adapt. We'll see. Uh, we'll see something pop up, and the measures uh, sometimes advance. But newer machines are kind of immune
1: to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that's when they put the thing over the irre- the regular one, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I've seen like like the Facebook urban legends, like oh, they can do this, but like actually knowing that it actually does happen, especially so local, you're kind of just like. You, get, you want to second guess using your debit card because it's so easy just to go to the ATM. That's why mobile pay now everywhere, right? And I'm just like I don't even. I take my card out when I like legit just someone needs a second form of ID. I'm just like here it is. But like, then those those
0: numbers just floating out there in the it's, ether. It's so crazy, yeah. I, I yeah. No,
1: it's like a no win win to be honest because like you said they'll they'll adapt.
0: The win is convenience and not having to carry money. Yes. Uh, Giving Tuesday is today. It's devoted to charitable causes. It began back in 2012 by a New York City nonprofit, the 92nd Street Y, as part of a partnership with the United Nations Foundation. More than $400 million was raised online last year, and 3.6 million gifts have been donated. Uh, that's more than double the $180 million raised just three years ago. It's not all only about giving money. You can give your time as well. You can volunteer if you choose to do that um, and would like to be a part of something, but maybe don't have the money or the resources. Mm-hmm. You do have time if you can even manage that. Dictionary.com announced its word of the year, and it's existential. That's a thing? As in existential crisis or existential dread, uh, dictionary.com gives two definitions of it, of or relating to existence, of relating to or characteristic of philosophical existentialism, concerned with the nature of human existence. Uh, According to the site, a lot of people were concerned with the nature of human existence this past year, climate change, and beyond. Uh, The front, I'm sorry, the the runner-up word of the year was, Non-binary.
1: I'm just laughing. I just see these words standing across the stage like in a pageant. Like congratulations, <laughs> <existential." laughs> you're doing crowd miss dictionary is, and I'm just like, I don't. Okay, this is what we have. We have too much time on our hands, friends.
0: Non-binary was uh, the runner, and I'm kind of surprised that existential was the. I'm using Honestly, I've
1: heard non-binary more and more prevalent within the past few years than well the word I'm not even going to try to pronounce because I'll butcher it.
0: I seem to recall these words usually being new ones to the vernacular, which non-binary is and existential Mm -hmm. is not, Um, but non-binary if you want the definition, particularly when it's defined as noting or relating to a person with a gender identity or sexual orientation that does not fit into the male, female, or heterosexual
1: gay divisions. Or as I like to call it, do you, boo? That's what I self-identify as. What are you? I'm a me.
0: Do me, boo. You're a Floyd. I'm a Floyd. Uh, 640 with the morning reboot. Lots of America's Got Talent uh, drama. There's one person with some words about the culture who I'm uh, listening closely to. Also Sharon Osborne, who was on the show. We'll get to all that before 7 o'clock on the morning reboot. 652 here on a Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. We will get to that. About 7.30 or so this morning on Q105.
1: I don't think I've ever been so excited for a talk and trivia. How come? You know it's my favorite music genre. Everyone likes pop, R&B, metal, country, show tunes. What's mine? Girl Groups. Girl Groups. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, did
0: React, did that land anywhere yet? No, I've been looking, trust. Mm. So the inspiration for Girl Groups was Pussycat Dolls coming back. Trust me, when, when, it, when it gets released, all of a Toledo will know. Um, Let's hit all this AGT stuff. Uh, Obviously, Gabrielle Union had issues with the workplace culture. We keep hearing about the joke from Jay Leno. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leno made a crack about a painting on display in a hallway of Simon Cowell, the show's executive producer and judge, surrounded by his dogs. Leno joked that the pets look like something one would find on the menu at a Korean restaurant. Uh, Also, we heard about her changing her hairstyles and... uh, i guess producers or people who work there said you look too ethnic or too urban Mm -hmm. um so somebody caught up with jay i guess it's a video obtained by tmz just quick comments i love gabrielle union she's a great girl i really enjoyed working with her she's really good when asked if she was treated fairly on the summer show he responded i don't know but i think she's a great girl When asked to address the joke jay chose to stay mum as he explained a street with traffic going by wasn't the best place to talk about it now here's a voice who I give a lot of credence to when it comes to um, accuracy in this situation who we when we teased it earlier who were you thinking of
1: about this story yeah uh, this one Howard Stern yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 uh, Howard Stern who was once on the show is laying blame for the situation and Union and Huff's departure uh, at the feet of Simon Cowell. Stern slammed Cowell for allegedly turning AGT, specifically the judges panel, in, panel into the ultimate example of a boys club, he told The Hollywood Reporter. He sets it up that men stay no matter how ugly the men are, no matter how old they are, no matter how fat they are, no matter how talentless they are, he said, referring to how Cowell cast, cast the show's judges.
1: I have an issue with that statement because... Howie Mandel's been there for a minute, and Howard Stern was there for a long time. Like, the only – they've had uh, – I'm, I'm, this is as a viewer. They've had the pre pretty, pretty same judges panel for a long time until recently. And I think – I'm just saying, like, Heidi Klum and Mel B didn't say anything when they left. Um, Sharon Osbourne, I can't think – I think it was Sharon Osbourne. I, I'll get to her next. Okay. So, like – I, for me, it's just it, I don't understand a boys' club when it's always I don't know. It's just for him to say this, especially how he his humor. It's very bizarre that he's just like he turned it into a boys' club. But like, why is it just these two that were surrounded by the drama? Here's my that's three coming out.
0: Here's my three things, and I'll answer that. More people won't talk in these situations mm-hmm. than will. With Howard Stern, he's been telling the truth for a real long time, um, so I, I I give credence to that. Two, I can totally see Simon Cowell turning something into a boys' club, <laughs> or ev- or he, he, and this is why we loved him on Idol, he acted like a galactic emperor who yeah. lorded over all. Um, lastly, my doubt comes in, does Howard Stern have a bone to pick with Simon Cowell? Because those are two very powerful, yeah.
1: those are two media titans. And he was let go f- for his seat was taken away for Simon to come in. I, I it, it's just, it's just bizarre that it's just. It's like this downward spiral of all these stuff. is all this stuff because I don't even think it's that important. But like, as more people are talking, I'm like, but I'm more invested in it. I still think while
0: it was, it, it a lot of wrong things might have been said, and I said, go talk to someone. Face, mm-hmm. not everything has to be let raised to the level of of HR, yeah, and thankfully this has not crossed the line of where i need to say keep your damn hands to yourself right not everything is protest worthy
1: right. I, was, I was talking about that with someone the other day i go i get it it was wrong but like we don't we don't have to march for it like it's just this is like i don't if something goes down at the mcdonald's i'm not I'm not there to back up the cashier like she knows what she needs to do this is kind of like with that like I'm not on the staff of AGT this needs to be within them they need to figure out what they're doing wrong but like I stated yesterday if she was done wrong in any way and I believe her because this is some huge allegations I mean say allegations stuff she went through like fix it. Like, you know, just fix... Please fix it.
0: Uh, next to Sharon Osbourne sharing her thoughts on the situation uh, on Monday's episode of The Talk. Uh, she re- she revealed she had her own problems with the show's network uh, NBC before her exit after season 7 back 7 years ago it's hard because everybody's experience on a show is different and I was at the show for 6 years I didn't uh, get let go however I left and that's the truth I, felt I left because of NBC not because of the show I'm, I had my own problems with the network she didn't go into further details mm-hmm. with that I don't know about any of her concerns with Gabrielle Union about the show obviously there wasn't anybody of color on the panel when I was there so I honestly can't say but when I was there, it was, you know, a great show to work on. The crew and everybody was amazing to me,
1: except the network. That's just all so interesting. So, I mean, it's... It'll get resolved because it's just, I don't know, it's just so bizarre. Because, like, I think a lot of people have, like, emotional attachments because these are, like, some of their favorite celebrities. But it... I don't know. I just... I personally don't care. But it's just one of those things that, like if she felt the way she felt, please fix it. Because, like, if she felt that way, that means someone else felt Someone else felt that way. You know what I mean? Like, she wasn't the only person of color on this show. So, like, if she felt some type of way, the only reason why we're talking about this is because she has a voice, and she has the A-list clout to talk about. So that means if there was something bad on the set, please fix it, because there's probably a stagehand who's probably like, thank you, Gabrielle. Or, like... Think of the level of... I'll use this word again. Think of the level of...
0: Audacity for someone of Gabrielle Union's clout mm-hmm. and the the power couple she is part of. Like I get it if there was someone who didn't have the resources for yeah. Gabrielle Union to go, hey, just got treated like crap, my hair got questioned on Twitter. Like a lot of people can't do that. Maybe Julianne Huff cannot obviously for her skin color, other yeah. But if it was something about her, her, her femininity or something yeah. like that, she doesn't necessarily have the clout that Gabrielle Union does. Yeah. And for you as a, as a person in a leadership role on that show sort to of treat her like that for your audacity and stupidity and mm-hmm. sheer blindness, which can be because of the culture you allegedly created, she can go. I just got called the N-word, or Yeah, I got, I got told I can't do this because of my natural
1: hair and my hairstyles. How dumb are you to say that to someone? Exactly. Without them... Right. Especially in the time and climate that we're in. And she... I don't know much about Gabrielle Union. Seems very well liked in yeah. in that circle, and, and when she's on interviews, I'm like, God, you're so in, you're so intelligent. Like I love and I like her. Like and I said, I don't know much about her besides Bring It On, but like I do enjoy her every time I see her in interviews, like with her family, and like they're just they're very op It's very they're very positive family of color, like. Dwayne Wade's son is non-binary like he has nails where it's crop tops like he's gender fluid and like to see that in an African-American family I'm just like damn where was that growing up so like it's just one of those situations like you said how dare you attack someone based on them being them I or not, 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 or not that, just their level of
0: resources yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to create the, out, the, the the right outrage. And I, I guess the answer to that is when you are who you are and you've created arguably one of the biggest shows in American TV history right. and you are a global name of Simon Cal, mm-hmm. you think that you are impenetrable. It's and, crazy. And you lose that touch with the common person. And you don't even think about that she can go on Twitter and say all this stuff
1: and, that, and have it be true. And now it's right. And now it's and like in like, remember when it first came out, I was just like, Oh, she's being opinionated again. But like as stuff starts evolving and like no one's really saying, Well, they didn't say it, and like Jay Leno didn't really deny saying it. I'm just like, She's telling the truth. We have to start listening. I'm not you know, to me the joke is it's small peanuts. It wasn't even funny. Like that's the other thing. Like it wasn't even funny. We're just like, okay. to me the joke is
0: small peanuts because he is I respect him and what he's done but we know that his comedy is a relic of another time.
1: Mm-hmm. He's out of uh, touch with today's world.
0: <laughs> like We know as we followed, you just can't crack some jokes anymore. Mm-hmm. I have another problem with people who are different from white men being treated differently and being torn down. Yeah. Uh, 701 with the morning reboot. We got some calls yesterday when we asked, what's a self-care product you tried? And it was a disaster. And we got uh, on the panel full of ladies, three skincare products. So let's open that up next for everybody else. And perineum sunning is where that question came from. We'll explain it in less than 15 minutes. Q105. Coach for Kids Friday will be live at Franklin Park Mall so you can drop by and make a donation and we'll have Max Boyle during the evening as well part of many live performances local music prizes games and lots more Coach for Kids live Franklin Park Mall to help out the old newsboys and Coats for Kids Friday more on qnl55.com 7:15 good morning it's the morning reboot Eric and Floyd the phone number is 419-240-1055 we got 3 of the same type of answers yesterday when i asked this question about a self-care product you've tried uh that didn't work out as you planned and i got that question because i read a quick story about josh brolin who tried perineum (laughs) sunning um he posted a very fun picture which you can see on his instagram on our q105 facebook page he was very displeased um it's not backed by any kind of science but a lot of these things aren't there's a quote here um include deeper sleep, better focus and amplified arc field uh, reduced leakage of life force energy and bringing prana or solar energy from the sun into the organs within the body, which strengthens the organs. You have to point your butt and a very special small part of your butt at, at the sun to get the sun's energy to get all these effects. That it That's if it were to work. So... I ask again: a self-care product you've tried that has failed you, and maybe even been disastrous. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. We got three skincare answers and yesterday. And were the same. Yeah, yeah, three skincare answers uh, yesterday on the panel full ladies. And I, there are some things that I think have some validity. Um, for instance, so I've tried, and you and you back me up on it. I decided to try activated charcoal. Mm-hmm. for teeth brushing. Yes. You said it helped you out. I, I had a, I had my Dr. Frankel appointment yesterday, and, and Karen said, did you stop drinking coffee? I said, no, but I started using the act. So there's some efficacy yeah, to that. Yeah, so but- that,
1: that's, one, that's a good one. And I've, I was going to say, who discovered that putting sunlight down there was just like- Their butthole? Hey. Yeah, like who was that person? But um, I digress. Wait, one thing. I'll say a good filter for,
0: yes, I've tried one of these products is, if it is repeatedly advertised in overnight hours,
1: yeah. So <laughs> remember
0: when you called
3: Miss Cleo?
1: Okay, so we're gonna. So I went down this rabbit hole, and I remember my mom. She was a, She worked overnight. She worked late when her and my dad were together, and we'd always have these products around the house. I'm like, what is this stuff? So the number one thing that my mom bought that I played with as a kid, and then as I got older, I was like, this thing does nothing the g darn thigh master mm. i was like i remember suzanne summers on my tv every like i i was i was a nocturnal creature i i, was, I, I slept late i mean i didn't go to bed um till later i just i remember seeing my mom squeeze her thighs together and i just go it, it no fit she, she never lost weight her thighs never got stronger than i thought of but like Everyone I knew had a thigh master.
0: My mom bought all that junk from TV too. That was
1: my, that was, sorry Ma, I know you're listening, but that was my mom. She had a thigh master. And also, what was the other thing? There was this thing you push. It was like this plastic thing. It, I don't even know how to describe it, but like you put it on your knees and then you press down and you're like pumping. I can't even remember oh what God. it was, but like all this stuff. And when you said just specifically stuff sewed at night for people who are like, who are me. Me as a child, who became a adult, who stayed up late, I was just like, I want to buy all this stuff. Right. But yeah, I, the first thing I thought about was my mom had a thigh master, and I was like, did that even work?
0: 240 You can call or text a, a self care product, whether it be something physical like that, a, a supplement, something oh, you've put on your body. Oh, I know, I know. So I have
1: a list too. Where on, we're gonna find it
0: on certain websites where people might not be dressed. You'll see ads for uh, an increase guaranteed (laughs) to me. Uh, Oh, like I am dying to know what kind of things you've tried. And I usually don't succumb to to, like mindless advertising like that. I will say this. The stuff I have fallen prey to is... I have attempted to take a lot of like health supplements over the years, okay, like like fitness things to to supplement my, my yeah. workouts, and none of it has worked. You- I I think my metabolism is too ornery to to work with that stuff. But I, I will also I will I will say this for anything you've tried, whether it's a placebo effect or not, <laughs> if it works, it works. But I'm looking strictly for disasters.
1: Yeah, like and. And if you're embarrassed to call, definitely give us a text. Then form. really call. Yeah, right. But like, this is a safe space. You can text, and then honestly, I won't say your name, but I want to know too because I've and is it? And I feel like these late night commercials are always geared towards like women, like you know what I mean. Like, but men stay up late too. Like, so if you're a guy, feel free to let us know if you're like, I want to know how this feels, or like, I want to try this. Call the guard. <laughs> listen, listen. Do you want to explain what that is? So it is a. It is a home care colon cancer tester kit. So in the commercial, it's this little box that talks to you. And like, <laughs> oh, the colon cancer is very important, right? We all need to get tested for it at some point. Blah, 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 blah. But it's geared towards men. And literally it says, it's really easy. All you do is you go to the bathroom, you take your sample <laughs> out, put it in the bag, and ship it back. Oh and ship it back. I'm like, first off, I'm not picking up no doo. <laughs> okay? So I'm a... I am not picking up no poop out of a toilet just to ship it back. And a pi- and I looked up the box. You get a little scooper too. But yeah, I like cat litter. Like, like yeah, you get a little scooper and you get your sample. Like what if it's a healthy sample and you're like, oh, this isn't the poop I want to get tested? Like what if it's a messy Do one? Do it again. Yeah. So I'm just like, I, I wanna know if anyone has actually used that. And it's I'm I'm pretty sure it works. I'm pretty sure it's a good thing. I don't think it works. But like I would just go, go to a doctor. doctor. Go to a doctor, get probed, you're good.
0: Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Abby. Hi, Hi Abby. Abby. Now look, you're a very bright, Hi, you're a very bright lady. What have you been suckered into?
6: Well, can I comment on the poop in a box thing? Yeah. All right. So my mom does not have good medical insurance right now, just because of Obamacare and the county that she lives in and weird circumstances.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, either way, so she doesn't ha- she doesn't have the money for a colonoscopy. So she asked the doctor, "Can I poop in the box?" <laughs> and the doctor said, well, that's that's an alternative that, yeah, since you, you don't have five grand to get a colonoscopy, yeah, you can poop in a box. You know, it's better than nothing. Right. So, I mean, in some circumstances, yeah, poop in the box. Why not?
1: Can I ask a question? Did she do this yet? And I'm totally going to laugh, so don't judge me. Did she do it
6: yet? I think so. She didn't tell me though.
1: Okay, you I want you to follow up with me. You can text me. This is just be. <laughs> I want right. ask her how did she <laughs> grab it? Did she use a scooper or do you have to Put a glove on, because that was my thing at the commercial. Because I was like, "Oh, that's smart." Because like you know, they have like you get STDs testings yeah, can, and stuff over yeah, in the you can mail, do DNA
6: stuff. Yeah. But like
1: at the end of that, when he's like, "It's a, it's three easy steps. You go to the bathroom, you grab your sample, and you ship it off." And I go, "A sample yeah. of what?" Yeah, and I was like, "What's the Abby?" Sample? I, I
0: thank you for illustrating perfectly reasonable circumstances why to do that. It, it, it's we know we know how we all know how expensive um, medical things can be, especially with different kinds or lack of. Insurance. I guess I look at some of those things like DNA tests. It's like blind accuracy. Like I would be concerned. Uh Oh, "Oh, the DNA. The DNA stuff is a total racket. She's a scientist. She said not. The DNA stuff is a total racket.
6: No, I can literally do that stuff in my lab. Like, okay, I'm not going to take your poop and do it. I literally could do it.
0: You could do it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you you exactly. have a good job. I couldn't do it. Well, hopefully everything turns out well with your mom.
6: Yeah,
0: I think she's fine. Okay. Good. Yeah, I mean, I, oh. I, I, I would just worry about the scientific accuracy of some of these things.
1: So I had a friend. Okay, she just filled it in. You don't poop in the toilet. It provides you with the bowl. You poop in the you poop Even in, worse. So you poop in the bowl and you put the lid on it. Thank you, girl. Okay. So I, I, we're finding so much more about this. Oh, God. See, <laughs> we could literally do like a whole
0: hour of this because you you know what else is another good one that I bet a larger percentage of our audience got sucked into? What? You might not see them as much, but I do because of who I follow and I've, I've erased them from my timeline. The skinny tees.
1: What are the skinny teas?
0: Um, if you drink them from, oh
3: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. From hot girls the, on Instagram. I know what you're talking you about. Immediately, yes. lo- I think there's some kind of like almost any kind of weight loss things over the years. The detox but,
1: teas. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, A-
0: almost any of that stuff. Were, I think they were like appetite suppressants, but they they prey on people who. Don't read the fine print, and then before you know it, they, they've wasted their money, and it doesn't work, and they feel even worse.
1: I, okay, I know we got to wrap up, but do you remember the, the stuff you used to sprinkle on food that used to be the food blockers? no my mom used to buy them and let me tell you she would sprinkle the hell out of it on my food and her food and i'm sure my sister was like look at these two fat half what
0: like you sprinkle it on it reduces calories (laughs) yes
1: i oh man i have to figure out what it's called but you it came in packets it had no taste but you would just sprinkle it over your food and it would like act as a natural fat blocker and i remember like putting it all on there I'm like oh look at this whole pizza i'm not gonna your gonna mom could have just been this whole my cycle. mother god bless her heart she was a victim of qvc and hsn anytime that woman with the blue eyes and the big blonde hair and the bright red lipstick would be like do you need this and my mom would be like i absolutely. do i do
3: i waiting. Been...
0: Need... <laughs> i didn't know that i needed that but i've been, I've been... waiting for you to... To, to, to advertise this. I was like,
1: you don't need a handbag that comes with sandals and then you could clip it on your, as a book bag. And she's like, don't I, Floyd? Yeah. Don't I need it? I'm My like, mom
0: would have been your mom's white best friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, text in what you've tried and how it's failed. 419-240-1055. Tickets, to lights before Christmas Next. Alright, we got some people lined up And you can hop in And wait for them to fail uh, 419-240-1055 419-240-1055 It's 738
5: <laughs> Nothing says Toledo Like tacos, trivia And Eric Chase We've got two of the three right now
3: We oh want
0: tacos It's Taco Tuesday On Q105's The Morning Reboot would you have a Poco Loco last night?
1: Um, I always call it the shrimp thing It's Shrimp, rice, lettuce, sour cream, pico, queso, and as I got older, sautéed mushrooms. Mm, like mushrooms. I do. You like mushrooms now? I do like them now. As I grew up, my mom used to make them like, as I got older, I go, oh, you can make them flavorful. Okay. Uh, We'll go to Kristen first. Kristen, y'all. Hi,
0: Kristen. Good morning.
6: Good morning. Who's
0: your favorite girl group of all time?
6: Oh, wow. Um... Well, I don't know. I came
1: up like I'm, I grew up like in the Spice Girls era, so ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to give you like
0: the Supremes or anything like that. Oh. So, okay. I will, here's how this will work. I'll give you two lifelines. You got to get okay. you got to get five right. I am going to name three girls' names. You have to tell me the group they're in. Okay. First up, Victoria, Mel, and Emma. That's Spice Girl. Tian, Lisa,
1: <laughs> Rosanda. Oh,
6: man. Um why I want to use
1: Lifeline? This is my favorite girl group of all time. It's TLC. Okay.
6: Sorry. I don't know why I didn't know that. I should have known that.
1: It's sure. all good. It's all good. Kelly, Michelle, LaToya.
6: That's Destiny's Trials.
0: All right, you got three. Allie, Normani, and Camilla.
6: Oh, crap. That's that new girl. That oh, crap. Um, They're not together anymore. I know what songs they sing. Does that help?
0: Yeah, what songs?
6: Uh, like they sing that uh, Take Your Work Home or that.
0: <laughs> yeah. that's my girl.
6: That's my girl. Fifth Harmony. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Them. All right. Last one. Cheryl, Sandra, Deidre. Those are their real names. Oh, he got,
1: oh. oh. Their
0: real name. Floyd, are you stumped? I am. Cheryl, Sandra, or Sandra, Didra. I'm
6: going to take a wild guess. Okay. Here. He said this is a.
1: Go.
0: I'm sorry.
6: It's
1: not in vogue, is it?
0: No. No. I'm sorry, Kristen. Thanks. Bye. Uh, who's on four?
6: Uh, Cheryl, Sandra, uh, uh, uh,
3: Renee. Renee, are you
1: cheating? This is not Renee. This is Jeannie. Jeannie. Yes. Were you asking someone the questions? I have no clue. Hold on. We're we're in this together, girl. So here, I'm I'm racking my brain. I'm gonna give you different ones here. Uh,
0: you have two lifelines with Floyd. Nicole, Ashley, Melody. Oh. Nicole, Ashley, Melody. Um,
6: I'm going to ask. Floyd? Floyd?
1: That's PCD. Piscuit Dolls. Next up.
0: Yeah, I had no
6: clue. Uh,
1: <laughs> Kelly Michelle
0: LaToya.
6: Um, Destiny's Child. That's correct.
0: Next up, Victoria, Mel, and Emma. Hmm. Victoria, Mel, Emma. Playing for Lights Before Christmas tickets.
6: I know. Okay. Okay. Can I ask Floyd again? By all
0: means.
1: That was okay. the Spice Girls. Yep.
5: <gasps> what? Mm, no no no.
0: Okay. Okay. All right, you're on your own for the for these, okay? Okay. Cheryl, Tamara, Leanne. Yep, I'm stumped. All right. Well, thanks for playing, um, Jeannie. Have a good rest of your week, okay? All right, you two. Who the hell is that
1: one? Well, I figured out the well, first one you said, because I I remember they were on an interview. Hold on, I'm gonna turn the mics off. Yep. Yeah. Um. Because what's the cause okay. the the she was... didn't really do anything. <laughs> I
0: think uh, I I had fun with that. We'll pick this up tomorrow. Um, Lee Ann. Can I? You know what else? Oh no. I know it is now. Okay, everybody. Yeah, uh, I, I have other ones too that are that are very Floyd centric. Um, and am I guessing? Yeah, well, I'm gonna give you this one, and we'll okay. save more of this for tomorrow. Jade Perry Leanne. Jade
1: Perry Leanne. Yup. Oh, I'm mad at myself. And no. they're real. Are those? They don't have. Those are their real names. They yep. Go, Little mix. no stage names. Little Mix. Oh,
0: that is Perry, this pair, Yeah. And you know them if your kid makes mm-hmm. you suffer through Radio Disney. No yep, Radio you're Disney. Right. All right. Uh, um, one of the other girl groups that came up when I was researching this was Lucia, Lola, and Pilar. Oh, that's um.
3: At the ketchup song. Yeah. This. All right. Anytime.
1: Every time I am out of town, I get wasted and go to the DJ and request this song. And a hundred percent of the time, the DJ is so excited that someone knows that song. Oh and they're God. like, and like the one place I went in Philadelphia, he's like, I don't know if I could play it, it's not that type of night. I was nope. like, I was like, it's okay, but I just want to know that's my drunk song. And he's like, But you know what? And the guy bought me a drink because he was like, You know, the catch up song. I go, oh, Yeah, so the DJ bought me a drink, but. Every time I've asked to request that song, two times it's been played. The other times they're like, it's not that type of crowd. But they're like, much respect to you for knowing that song. There that is, is my go-to n- drunk song. There's
0: no type of crowd to play the Ketchup song by Lost Ketchup. How dare you? I, whenever that song came out, I vaguely remember its, its narrative. People were like, it could be the Macarena all over again. And it got played on radio a little bit. And then people realized, this is not going to be the Macarena or Lubega. Get rid of it. Can we talk about how I didn't know the
1: the, the members of Little Mix, but I knew the Ketchup song later?
3: <laughs>
1: and this is also one of those songs, you don't even have to know what year it came out, but when you see the video, you're like, oh, I remember that year. Because they're just on the
0: beach. 746 with the morning reboot we'll try again tomorrow that was fun uh, it's uh, it was her 38th birthday what did she do for it we'll get to it before eight q105 and our east side looks nicer now with those developments going on oh that's right I'm drawing oh my lord. You did hear lost ketchup, so you might be drunk. Well, I was also looking at my prize. I was like, oh my God, I didn't fill out the prize.
1: No one won. Nobody won?
0: Yeah. 7.55, the morning reboot on Q105. We covered all the AGT stuff from Howard Stern, Sharon Osborne, Jay Leno, and more last hour. Um, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that when we get the podcast posted for this show. Uh, Before 10 o'clock, you can get the link for the podcast anytime. Text ERIC to 419-240-1055. Again, the link for today's show will be up. Um, before 10 o'clock, there are no songs, no commercials, which is kind of fun, but you've got to wait until we finish the show to get it. Um, I want to save this Billie Eilish thing. We'll, we'll get to it now, but I want to save it for a, a larger topic because I, I have some thoughts and I can, I can relate to her mm-hmm. as someone her age having to answer that question. Cause I was, I don't want to say I was sheltered artistically. Okay. Um, but we'll start with the, 38 uh, year old. Britney Spears. Oh, Brit. Oh, Brit, Brit. Uh, She turned 38 yesterday. No, today. Uh, And she went out with uh, her boyfriend, Sam. Uh, They had a special celebration all over Miami. Uh, She took to Instagram to commemorate it. It's my birthday, bitches. Um, She spent the day relaxing on beaches, bowling, ice skating, and in psychedelic venues at the uh, Edition Hotel, checking out some epic sand sculpture
1: art and generally spending quality time with her family. She made it. Like, because in 2007 we were all like, ooh, girl, I trust me. I'm a I'm a Spears fanatic." But I was like, "2007, I was like, ooh, girl, you gotta slow down.'" Can I tell you? Can I throw a theory
0: out there? Mm-hmm. Even back then, with her umbrella head shaving she, thing,
1: she, she had a quarter life crisis. a moment
0: in time. Think it was blown out of proportion as her- we as we see how chaotic people truly can be.
1: But yeah, but hers was like she was like the it tabloid girl, so it was right. shoved in our face more than others. And then Lindsay Lohan was like holding my beer, right? Literally, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Paris Hilton was like, I won't know part of this, right?
0: I, I, I feel like Britney gets the the brunt end of that, mm-hmm. the, the blunt or brunt, whatever you want to say, yeah. the heavier punch with that because she was, and you're right, she was as, as big a star as anybody, mm-hmm. but. If you reflect, it's like a lot of people had some real questionable oh, breakdowns. Oh, for sure,
1: absolutely.
0: All right, so Billie Eilish was on Jimmy Kimmel. I think this was last week. Um, and then it kind of took on a life of its own when I guess people got out of uh, vacation mode or Thanksgiving mode to respond to it. And I can I can sympathize with Billie Eilish, who what, just
4: turned 18?
0: You
6: know who
4: Madonna is.
3: I do know who Madonna is.
6: You
4: know, uh, can you name a Van Halen? Who? <laughs> I'm oh, gonna who start is- crying. Have you heard of Cindy Lauper? Yes. Huey Lewis.
3: Some. No.
4: Fill in the blank. Run D (laughs) M.
3: What? What is that?
4: It sounds like a direct message while you're jogging now, but Run D M C. Yeah, Run D M C. Great hip hop group. Have you ever seen the Cosby Show? No. Wow. Have you ever? Okay. Have you ever played with a Cabbage Patch Kid?
6: A Cabbage Patch Kid? Yeah. In that's 1984,
4: you'd have to go... Like a like,
6: Sour Patch Kid? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Same era,
4: really, but in 1984 at Christmas time, your parents is would... Is it a
6: candy?
4: It was Great. a doll. Great. So
0: uh, she is a third of his age, but everybody honed in on the Van Halen part. Um, I don't know a Van Halen song either, and I'm 36. Wolfgang Van Halen, that's one. Of, that's the son of Eddie Van Halen, weighed in on the voice as the voice of reason, if you haven't heard of Billie Eilish, go check her out. She's cool. He tweeted, if you haven't heard of Van Halen, go check them out. They're cool too. Music is supposed to bring us together, mm-hmm. not divide us. Listen to what you want and don't shame others for not knowing what you like. Now, granted, we live in a different time where even if music, uh, even if music was made long before you were alive... You can hop anywhere. I can pick up your phone and listen to it. We didn't have that available to us as kids. So the times are a little bit different. When I was her age, I knew what my radio station, which funny enough was (laughs) Q102, I knew what they played, Mm -hmm. and that was it. And then I moved to Detroit when I was 20 years old, and I learned about rock music. Right, mind blown. are you telling me that Prince had more than 1999 but because I lived in this little silo of music I didn't know like I didn't even know music had guitars because I listened to freestyle right. dance
1: and hip hop. So I get where she's and coming from. And you grew from. up on the East Coast too where it was more prevalent. You guys you guys got that first before any of us. So like you coming here, you probably had a whole nother cultural experience to be like when we heard it, you were like, oh, I heard that like two years ago. You know what I mean? So it works. Well. N- sometimes well, sometimes music didn't even make it certain places. Well, but, I'm saying, but you've heard a certain sound then you came here. But I will say this. I kind of felt for her because she was like, she legit was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I, I'm with her because I grew up in a household that mainly played like R&B, like old school, like. New edition, boys to men, all, Tevin Campbell, all, all the stuff that I'm saying. People are like, "What?" But like, it took me staying up late after watching Married With Children* with the Mind, Body, and Soul compilation CD. Do you remember that CD? They they said uh, they play all these old school songs that I was just like, "What?" There's more music From
0: 1999 at a Columbia House subscription.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, th- yeah. I the reason I found out about other music is these late night commercials were like times classic hits. I was like, what the hell is an Elvis Presley yeah. you know what I mean like and I went down this right and lo and behold as I got older I educated myself I love all types of music like I love music from the 60s and 70s you like, hated is-
0: you said you hated mushrooms as a kid I did but you like them now
1: yeah and I grew up and like yeah it's in, bizarre in the same
0: way that your hmm. palate for different foods change music does as well there are times I like um like Louis Armstrong stuff, mm-hmm. not Louis Tomlinson from One Direction, like, <laughs> like jazz or yeah. classical um, stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you would tell 18-year-old Eric that I I was going to listen to that one day, I would have laughed at you. I would have laughed at you till I ran out of breath because your scope
1: when you're younger is so limited. There's he, nothing wrong with that. If you would have told 8-year-old Floyd that he would be obsessed with Britney Spears, Beyonce, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, like all these... Because I legit grew up in what we listen to around like barbecue music family barbecue music that's the best way best way to put it i'd be like i don't would never listen to music like that but as i got older i was like oh, it's like my favorite genre i love pop music and it's just i kind of felt for her and you know i'm not a huge huge fan but i was like like but i bet she went home and downloaded all this music and she it's gonna probably make her grow as an artist too to be like wow maybe maybe hopefully not. hopefully because i kind of want to like her
0: yeah, eight oh two with the morning reboot. <laughs> I want to talk about this more later on this week about because music. Talking about people's musical taste fascinates me. Um, the Toledo rep is going to drop by. We've got a Christmas carol coming, and we are going to have Scrooge with us. Q one oh five. It's 8.15 on the Morning Reboot. Good morning. If you've missed any part of the show, please grab the podcast. Text ERIC to 419-240-1055 to grab the podcast episode. The link for today will go up uh, a little bit before 10 o'clock this morning. Also, Coats for Kids, if you haven't heard, Max Boyle will be performing a little bit after 6 o'clock for our event on Friday uh, at Franklin Park Mall. More details are on the website, Q1055.com. It's ERIC and Floyd. Please, let's uh, introduce nice. our guest. From the Toledo rep Paul Cosman playing Ebenezer Scrooge hi Paul good morning
4: good morning
5: good hey. to be here
0: and also uh, sorry I'm, uh, jeffrey albright hi jeff
5: hello sorry <laughs> i got so many
0: names here uh jeff you play marley
5: correct yeah the ghost of jacob marley J-
0: okay mm. um gentlemen uh it's this weekend a christmas carol at valentine tickets are on sale i'll give you uh where to grab those put on by the toledo rep i only know paul the surface level stuff about about scrooge and a christmas carol right. D- give, give me the details if you could besides the three ghosts and What the heck made him so angry in the first place?
4: Well, um, the book kind of indicates that... uh you know, he had so kind of a sad childhood, and uh, he had to kind of learn how to take care of himself. He was a real survivor. But as a result, it kind of hardened him in his older age and made him a little bit bitter and whatnot. Well, let's face it, a lot bitter. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. We all know. Yes. I, I mean, after all, he is, you know, calling the phrase bah humbug so, <laughs> for Christmas. So, uh, But uh, the story then follows him. He's late in life, and then follows uh, he's, he uh, meets uh, the ghost of Jacob Marley, his former partner, and then the ghosts of Christmas past, Christmas present, Christmas future, and uh, he learns about the true meaning of Christmas—the idea of giving and taking care of one another—at the uh, not only at Christmas time, but uh, for the uh, rest of the uh, the year as well. So there's four ghosts. There are four ghosts, yeah. We, okay. are, we usually think of the three, but Jacob yeah. Marley is a ghost, too. It's his former partner coming back to warn him that the other three ghosts are going to be coming. So. <laughs> Jeff,
5: how did, uh, how did Jacob meet his untimely demise? Uh, Jacob just died of an old age. Okay. <laughs> and he was a lonely old man. His only friend in life was uh, Scrooge. And in the play and in the book, it says... Uh, Uh, Paul was, I'm Paul, Scrooge was his only mourner, Mm. so he died a very lonely death. And he comes back as the first ghost to visit Scrooge, to and he's in chains, um, and obviously in the underworld. And telling Scrooge, You have a chance, you're going to be visited by these ghosts, and you're going to have a chance to redeem yourself and not live, have my fate,
0: Paul. What did the what did I really, I just know, like I said, the surface level stuff and how these have been portrayed in like cartoons and stories and right. uh, pop culture. What did the the ghosts say to Scrooge? I know that I needed to come to the show for this, but.
4: <laughs> oh, well, he warns him, you know, of his fate if he doesn't change. He warns him that the other three ghosts are, will be coming to show him. What are they saying? The other three ghosts? Yeah. Well, the other ghosts, they show him... The first one shows him his past, his right. Christmas past. And uh, when he was a... Ha- when, you know, uh, he was happier. And uh, then the Christmas present shows him what he's missing. What's happening at Christmas time now with family and whatnot that uh, he's missing out on because he rejects all of that. Mm-hmm. He rejects his family. He rejects any of the happiness of the season. And then the future shows him what's coming, and it's pretty bleak. It's, not, it's really not very nice. Facebook. Yeah. And constant <laughs> notifications.
3: <laughs> and Facebook back then. Well, yeah, but, in, well, in, but if they did. Right, and fly- <laughs> flying cars and, 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 and dict- Sebi- dictatorships all over Sebi the globe. statuses <laughs>
0: uh, Paul and Jeffrey from the Toledo rep for Christmas Carol, which happens this weekend at the Valentine. Tickets are available online at valentinetheater.com from the 6th through the 8th of Christmas Carol.
4: Paul, what drew you to the role? Uh, well, okay, so the show has actually been performing at the Rep annually for 34 years. And um, I w- originally, back in the 1980s, I was I directed it. And um, Jim Roots, I cast him in the role of Ebenezer Scrooge, and he played it for about 13 or 14 years. And when he retired, um, I started doing it. Mm. And that was 17 years oh, ago. Nice. Yes, I've been playing Scrooge for a long time. I've been mean for a long time.
0: What's your regular
4: personality like? Um, Sunday. Sunny, yeah, happy, uh, friendly. I hope. Uh,
0: (laughs) Have you? It's such an intrinsic character. I mean, Scrooge has become an adjective from directing it and being it for so long. Have you? Have you taken any deeper levels of meaning in your own life?
4: Well, you know that's really interesting. I mean, you're right. Scrooge is an iconic character. I mean, we all know Scrooge, and like you say, it's an adjective. Being able to come back to an iconic character like that every year to be... Playing a, a, a character like that every year is a real honor. Mm-hmm. It's it's very different for mm-hmm. an actor. I mean, normally we get to do something and then we go. That's done and we go on to the mm-hmm. next. This I get to revisit every year, and each year it changes because I change each year. I mean, each year we learn more about yeah. life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we gain new perspectives, and uh, so each year you bring something new to it, and also just because it's so good. Because it's so rich, the writing is so rich, it also kind of reveals new things to you each year just by studying it. So it's a real honor, it's a real privilege. I think
1: it's iconic, because when you think of the theater seasons in Northwest Ohio, you think of the Nutcracker, and right up there is the Christmas Carol. I've never seen it live, like my basis of it, don't judge me. (laughs) <laughs> is a Muppet Christmas character. Oh, Carol, I like that. One. And the Disney that, one oh. <laughs> with yeah. um, with the DuckTales cast. But like M- mine is uh, the Patrick Stewart
3: one yeah.
5: that
0: started to run on TNT in yeah. the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
5: Well, you have to come see this. Um, I'm honored. This is the twelfth year I've played opposite Paul as um, uh, Jacob Marley, and as Paul said, each year we grow older.
3: Mm-hmm. We do.
5: And um, I think we grow richer as actors. And Each year we get to experience new levels. Uh, We're also friends, so... it's a great honor to, to do it, and it's a beautiful production at the beautiful Valentine Theater. I appreciate you, see
0: it. Uh, you guys are a little bit older than we are, but... Uh, Excuse what, me. Uh, just <laughs> a little bit. Um, I I've, He said it, not me. I've been uh, happily accused of having an old soul, and one of the things that I aim to do every day is you know, try to go to bed a little bit better of a human than I woke up, and I think you guys both exude the, both of those perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, do you... Uh, I mentioned Patrick Stewart. Floyd mentioned the Muppets. Do you guys have... Have, uh characters or portrayals of a christmas carol that you really look forward to?
5: I like uh the uh McScrooge duck. Yeah, Scrooge duck. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah,
0: that's Fridge the one. Yeah, that one's awesome. He's yeah. one of our favorites. Yeah. He's one of our favorites. Yeah. Paul? yeah, he's good.
4: Um probably my favorite, I mean, um the Alistair Sims of course, which was the original and uh, film, that is. Um, is obviously you know wonderful. Um, to tell you the truth, I really like the George C. Scott version. He's uh, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, you know George C. Scott was just that kind of an actor, and he brings that to bear on Scrooge, and it's uh, I think it's really good. So I'd have to list that. Maybe that in the Muppets. Yeah. 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 I mean, that,
0: that's been. That's how you know. Not that you needed to know that a Christmas Carol is timeless, but it is because of all the different interpretations that please yeah. us and how it welcomes us through Muppets or whatever I was say it's, into the
1: world. Mm-hmm. It's truly iconic when you do think of like what you just said, all the different and it, it's the same story, but like each like when you guys said that you guys got older and you find something different every time you, you, every year you do it. I feel like every time I see a different version of it, I'm like, oh I didn't catch that in the first one. And then you go back and watch it, you're like, oh it's been there the whole time. So
0: what kind of business were uh, were Scrooge and Jacob into? Were they into any like illicit things?
4: Listen. Yes. Uh, What was his business they were running? Well, no, but you know what? We could always kind of work that into the backstory. (laughs) I mean, you know, we should maybe talk after the show and figure out something we could. uh... (laughs) Half serious.
0: I'm unfamiliar with a modern day interpretation of Scrooge of any note. Is there one?
4: Well, yeah. There's the films. I mean, the Scrooged was the film. Yeah. Bill Murray okay. played Scrooge, and that—that's kind of a modern day interpretation. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm sure that there's uh, some out there right off the top of my head. I can't think of them. Just but, wondering. I mean, there's. But some, one. Yeah. it's one. It's
0: always great to see uh, great pieces of work uh, modernized. One yeah. example, and how we all mentioned uh, different entryways and different uh, enjoyment for a Christmas carol. It's the same thing in a lot of ways for. Superheroes, Batman, Superman. Another one is uh, Sherlock Holmes. Right. Has had a lot of different uh, great actors play it, and they've done a good job modernizing Sherlock Holmes in some series over the years where I'm pretty sure Sherlock Holmes in in the 19th century did not have a smartphone. Right.
5: There's actually a play called Sherlock Holmes and the Adventure of the Christmas Carol that I've always wanted to do. That it, it brings Christmas Carol and the Sherlock Holmes stories Paul, together. What can we do? <laughs>
4: well, I guess we'll have to take a look at that and see, you know, if we could start a new Christmas tradition. Huh?
1: And there is a modern version of it. And I'm totally going to call myself out. It's called a Diva's Christmas Carol Ooh. with Vanessa Williams and Kathy Griffin plays Marley. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I know that, but it sounds so
0: familiar. <laughs> uh, Paul and Jeff from the Toledo Rep. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, valentinetheater.com. You can also call the theater, 419-242-2787 for A Christmas Carol. Going 34 years, Paul?
4: 34 years 34 strong. 34 years. Yeah. Christmas
0: Carol at the Valentine this weekend. 825 now with the Morning Reboot. We are glad you're here with us. Let's fire up the music. And we will welcome in our pop culture superhero. His name is Jeffy McGee. Hi, Jeff!
2: An exhausted pop culture superhero, because Mm -hmm. holy cow, this past weekend was actually very busy at the movie theater for obvious reasons. Whenever it's a holiday, people always come out to the movies. And so, some of us had very long shifts all three days of the weekend. I actually got Thanksgiving off for the first time in many years, because, you know, when you're a movie theater employee, you're expected to work on the holidays. But... I did not get Friday, Saturday, or Sunday off, and they ended up being long days.
0: Thanksgiving night theater usually
2: opens, right? Yep, and it's always very busy, because ultimately, once people are done hanging out with family, once people are done, they don't have anything scheduled at night, so what do you do? You either go to a sports arena, or you go to a movie theater. That's the only option.
0: They want to escape their relatives,
2: Mm -hmm. or take them somewhere where they can't talk. So the end result was a very good weekend at the box office, even though almost nothing new opened, except one thing. Knives Out opened this Mm. past weekend, and it ended up doing very well. About $41 million for the five-day weekend which was much higher than a lot of analysts anticipated, which is nice because analysts this year have been wrong in the opposite direction more often than not so this it's is, nice
0: this has been an, a big ensemble cast and it's kind of mm-hmm. like a modern day clue
2: yeah in a lot of ways and ultimately i think a lot of people were really obviously up for that now it's not like a reinvention because just a couple of years ago we had uh, murder on the orient express which mm-hmm. actually did pretty well so you know but you know, that it did you know well without any recognizable franchise attached to it with a lot of stars admittedly but still did very well for that now it was it didn't win the weekend by any means <laughs> but not win Frozen still out there, right. mm-hmm. but it did second place, and it was a solid second place. And so, in honor of Knives Out, we're going to get our own Knives Out here. We're looking at movies that have a iconic or recognizable knife seen in them oh yeah my <laughs> my, no you never know you never know some i tried to mix it up and make it make sure that this was not just like one genre this is all over the map okay, okay. so we're looking for movies with knives and we start with number one on the list please his mission to locate American POWs in Vietnam, Rambo. That's Rambo. Yeah, B-O-W? one of the most, like, probably the most iconic knife of them all—the big honkin' Bowie knife that became known as just the Rambo knife—and mm. that was kind of one of the one of the characters in the series. It was the only consistent one, other than Rambo himself, throughout the entire franchise. So, Eric, one love Lloyd, knives.
0: You no, know I like
2: kn- <laughs> no, I like knives
0: guns are too quick
2: <laughs> I did not for the, re- oh, for, for, no, for, the, for the record Dark Knight is not in here <laughs> we got a number two on the list please
3: Halloween night Halloween yes
2: <laughs> Small, just I the reckon. sting was enough to get that. You didn't even need to hear anything. He of the... had a machete. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did not. That was that was Jason had the machete. Oh he had
0: he had a he had a, uh, he, he had a big ki- yeah, yeah chef's knife. Yep, yep. Yeah, so,
2: yeah. he, 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 he that was his his iconic weapon. And he just basically yeah. You know, unlike Freddie and and uh, Jason, Mike just picked up his knife wherever he got it. And so ultimately, he just always found the biggest knife he could very find. Ver- so. Very
0: versatile. Yeah, yes, and, indeed. So. And, and for knife enthusiasts like me, they
1: all
2: do the same thing at the end. Pretty much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I'm more of a Care Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
2: Unless there's a Care Bear that actually, you know, yeah, like Stabby. I, I don't mean, think that the gonna... Bear
1: could be pushed to
5: that edge. <laughs> All
2: right, go number three <laughs> on the
5: list, please. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks he's That's not a knife. With...
2: No, that's that it? a knife. You, know, that's... You, got, you got it right. Yeah, that's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that the was the Crocodile Hunter.
3: Same area.
2: <laughs> but no the the iconic scene where he pulls out his big ass knife and tells the, the street punk that that's a knife is, is what I'm re- referring to here so so Floyd's on the board though we have two to one as we go to number four on the list please
4: here we have a quiet little motel when in fact psycho. that's Psycho. playing.
3: Yeah,
4: that
2: and-, <laughs> <laughs> and that was Alfred Hitchcock himself doing a promotional thing for Psycho and of course Psycho has got one of the most Famous scenes in, in movie history with the shower scene. Yep. And of course, uh, I was going to say Does anybody care if I spoil Psycho 50 years on? Norman Bates's weapon of choice is a j- big, big knife. So, Eric, I'm a three. Fan. Eric, three. Floyd, one. We go to number five on the list, please.
0: Ten hut. I'm putting together a special team. We're going to be doing one thing and one thing only killing Nazis.
1: Sound good? Yes! Inseious
2: bastards! Inglourious yeah. yeah, I've got I'll give it to
1: That's the movie.
2: That, that would in... be a hell of a crossover. sorry. But that was Inglorious Bastards. And in that case, what does the knife do that's so iconic? Kill someone! No, they carve a swastika Uh-oh. in the forehead of any Nazi that they leave alive, leaving the mark of their deeds on them. It's an excellent it's actually an excellent thing. Like, so. You know, I like Brad Pitt, so. Yep. So. All right, so. Floyd has a chance here. We go to number six on the list, please.
5: This is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. Ooh, this might be. I made sure to leave the title in there. Where here.
4: ancient evil weaves a modern mystery.
5: They call it Little China. Finally Little China! Big town! I don't know!
1: Big
2: trouble? I'll big give it to him. It's big trouble we? in Little China. Oh, that's Kurt Russell, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Kurt Russell. Over time. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, has a famous scene where the bad guy tosses a knife at Jack and he tosses it right back at him and kills the bad guy because it's all in the reflexes. So <laughs> I've seen none of these movies. Uh, but you still are in, in the game right now, although with a lot of generous, insidious bastards uh, give, point giving here as we go. A win's a win, bro. To number seven on the list, please.
3: Someone is playing a deadly game. Scream! Well, the game began with scream well done. Someone who's
2: seen what? One- just in the nick of time. Well done.
0: I'm gonna say child's play. So. Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah. The the, okay. the
2: last one I cut, I will admit, was kickass because you know, because oh, you know, of her movie. of her you know butterfly blade that she gets. Uh, Hit girls butterfly blade was Wolverine considered? I thought about it but i'm like do you classify that as a knife it's his claws we're talking about right. here they are basically knives but they are not like without a handle is it really a knife well
0: i suggested blades but you found enough knife movies and
1: yeah. now now i have i, I was I, totally waiting for edward hands. I was, I was thinking way those too are deep scissors
2: that's pretty clear they're blades <laughs> yeah but they're not they're not knives they're scissors, scissors.
1: blades are just handles
2: <laughs> All right. it is a new month December 3rd
0: so lots to watch on streaming we'll get to that next with Jeff on the Morning Reboot <laughs> Q105 track I'm uh, Team Billie Eilish with this whole Van Halen thing. 852, the morning reboot on q 5 It's Eric and Floyd, our pop culture, Billie Eilish. Jeffy McGee is here. We've got a new month, so that means lots of new things to check out on streaming services. Jeff? Not
2: necessarily as many as you might think, though, because the thing of it is, is that this is the first month that I think the Disney Plus effect is coming into a lot of these places, and you end up with a smaller number of new movies coming at the start of the month than we've had in the past. Not on Hulu. Hulu has an embarrassment of riches for some reason, because guess what? That's the Disney one. That's the one owned by Disney. So everybody else, though, it's a little light, but there's some really good stuff in there I wanted to point out. Specifically, on Netflix, the entire Austin Powers trilogy has been just put up on there. So you can watch all three of that one. and. What's it, I mean, a lot of the young kids these days, you young whippersnappers with your music <laughs> and your Dan Fogelberg, uh, a lot of these kids may not remember how big a comedy phenomenon Austin Powers was mm-hmm. in the mid-90s. Uh, and it happened kind of late because it, it happened really... After the first movie, it hit theaters. People forget, the first one was not a huge success. It was a hit, definitely. But it was like a mid-60 million dollar hit. It was not like a whopping 100 million dollar hit. It wasn't until it hit home video, and a lot more people saw it there, that really the excitement built up and the sequel was really where the, the apex of Austin Powers' excitement
0: was. I bet, I was thinking, when you suggested it, how would it do if it came out today? And I bet it might do really, really well because of
2: what's powering, I think, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's meme-ability. Yep, yep. Basically, the entirety of Austin Powers could be cited, and I think that that was something that was brand new at the time, in terms of like putting that kind of stuff on the internet. And what the power of making individual little moments become their own memes is something that hadn't really been, ha- been hit yet. So yeah, I think it would be doubly as, as, as big as it wasn't then. The question is then, do they do a reboot at some point then? Reboot it! Yep. Reboot! Totally possible, but then Mike Myers has to be involved at some point, because ultimately without You can't have Austin Powers without Austin Powers and or Dr. Evil.
1: And it was his brainchild, too.
0: Yep. He can play a very meta Dr. Evil, kind of like in a Deadpool-type way. I'm now now officially old enough to play Dr. (laughs) Evil.
2: On Amazon Prime, I want to give a shout out to one of my favorite movies of the 2000s, Almost Famous, which is Cameron Crowe's mm. flick about a young rock journalist based on his own life. If you didn't know. Mm. You know, this was you know this was his experience as a young journalist for Rolling Stone. Although everybody's heavily fictionalized, obviously, but it's, uh, it was one of Kate Hudson's first big roles, and it is a phenomenally entertaining and phenomenally insightful coming of age story. And if you've never seen it, you're in for a treat just check out almost famous it's on amazon prime and hulu as we speak and also the third season of the marvelous mrs Maisel.
1: you watch it floyd i've never seen it but people love it yeah, yeah. a
2: lot of people really i mean beyond everything period is in let's be honest yeah so if you're doing something in a specific time period in the 1950s is a very popular time period to be aiming for but it's a very well-reviewed show The first two seasons are already up on Amazon. Season 3 comes out on the 6th, if you want to check that out. On Hulu, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Quentin Tarantino this morning. Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2 are both available on Hulu. Uh, I I love it. One of my all-time favorite movie memories was I saw both volumes in the theater and we had to go to two separate theaters that night because volume two was showing uh, first run, but volume one was showing second run at Super Cinemas. Do you remember that place? Oh no. So we went to Super Cinemas, saw the first part there, drove across town to another theater and saw the second part in the same night. We were dedicated and it was a a tremendously fun night. Um, Also all three of the first three Fast and Furious movies. Can you name them? No. (laughs) No. The fast and the one, furious. One, two, and three. Too fast, too furious. And Tokyo then Drift. Tokyo Drift, yes. ah! so I do remember <laughs> one. I
1: do remember one.
2: But those <laughs> are the ones that really weren't pop culture phenomenon the first one was a big hit the second one was a hit and then the third one kind of died and so pe- but people forget that it wasn't until the fourth movie of that franchise when they brought all the original cast back that it really hit huge enough to become this phenomenon that now has nine movies soon to be 10 11 if you count the spin-off Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> how did this become the quintessential die hard you know action franchise of the 2000s it's, it's fascinating it's is it's, it just car porn? Is it, it just yeah, it's, it's <laughs> tolerable toxic masculinity? Pretty much, and massively huge stunts. I mean, they, mm. they 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 have gotten into a ever escalating. I mean, do you remember the first movies? Like big stunt was that big car flip. Now I've, they do that five times every movie. So I've never seen. Them. I'm Me not either. a car person. They're, they're very good fun, dumb action flicks. And that's exactly what you're looking for when you go in to see a Fast and Furious movie. I want to give a shout out as well to new on Video On Demand this week. Speaking of Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time dot 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 in Hollywood comes out on video on demand oh, that's,
1: that's the one I wanted to see sure. yeah, it,
2: it's, it's available for rental as you speak so you can go and check it out now and if you're of the little bit older persuasion Downton Abbey comes out on video on demand now if you want to check that out the big surprise hit of the fall they've made like 40 million dollars in its opening weekend which is remarkable for a movie that skews that old and we want to give a shout out and a update on uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood the Mr. Rogers movie because last week you were asking, the, it had a $13 million opening yeah. weekend. Did that mean it was going to be a, a flop? Well, it held up very well in its second weekend. Now, granted, holiday weekend, these numbers are skewed. But it made $17.3 million over the five-day and, and $11.8 million over the three-day. So it only dropped 11% from I think one you, week to the next.
0: You brought up a great point, and Floyd, I think you mentioned as well last week why we're just a year removed from the documentary mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's
2: still it held up very well the lowest drop of any movie in the top five that was new that wasn't new and ultimately it's going to be a big question as to where it goes from here the big test will be next week when it doesn't have a holiday weekend and there's not a lot of stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. how will it do? Mr. Rogers needs a major
0: scandal to boost his box office <laughs> I think it's a little too little too late yeah, girl, now Mr. Rogers <laughs> to- toxic masculinity towards those puppets tweet tweet, tweet.
5: They didn't tweet it, but
1: Got they one. sure liked it. The morning reboot's most
0: liked tweet of the morning on Q105. Hit me! Uh, I'm gonna find it! Oh, god, you go first! Uh, For my oh, friend, Melanie, who works <laughs> over at the Mud Hens. And I've always wondered what kind of person does this. I, I think I, I could probably do it with some things. What kind of crazy person listens to a podcast at twice the speed? <laughs> Which you can do.
1: Uh oh. No, it was funny. It made me giggle. Oh, okay. No, mine is good. Mine is, is, says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Baby Groot and Baby Yoda in a dual stroller pushed by Keanu Reeves. Um. (laughs) The internet would truly break. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Time to get the podcast. Text Eric to (laughs) 419-240-1055. Q1056.